I mentioned this before, so I had to get some actual perspective from someone that's been there. Um, the Spanish government's clamping down on a whole bunch of stuff in Ibiza. They're going, they're going crazy. You can't urinate in in public, including the beach. Oh. Either you're not allowed to. I can't so, believe they've stopped that. You can't go in the water and do a sneaky wee. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. Everyone does that at the beach, don't they? And I, I mean, how are they going to police gonna that? How like, are they oh, going to know that? Still for too long. Is the water there really clear and you can see this big yellow puddle sitting around oh, him? Is that how? No, the water Sorry is if that's super... got to get a bit no, graphic for breakfast the radio. The water is super clear, but yeah, like... but not that clear. No, no okay. you can't see like yellow wee. They're cr- Never thought I'd say that on radio. I'm like, how dehydrated would you be as well? Well, I mean, it is. Well, yeah, it is. You were the one that's been there, not me. So you've been to Spain. You haven't been to Ibiza. No, so I've been to Spain maybe six times. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, so I've been all through Spain and islands. I've been to Mallorca. Yeah, okay. Which is like like Tenerife. Um, So it's similar to Ibiza, like party islands. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty hectic, I'm not going to lie. They're looking at banning alcohol for sale between 9.30pm and 8am, and also banning happy hours and two-for-one drinks. No, it's never, it's never going to happen, because that is how Spain makes its money. Like, two-for-one drinks, um, shots, and also, like, you wake up, sometimes you haven't slept, mm. and you want a Bloody Mary, and it's 5am. Yeah. There's somewhere on the corner that's going to give it to you. Yeah. You and reckon- who can't buy alcohol after 9.30? The clubs don't open till 1am. They don't open till 1am. No, 1 so literally you'll go out for like dinner and drinks. Yeah. And then you'll go home for like a sleep. Yeah. And then like get ready again, put yeah, your right. makeup on. And then the clubs open between like 12 and 1. I mean, that sounds exhausting just talking about it. Yeah, but, you know, it. during the day, I'm too you can old just now, Olivia. Can, like, you too know, old for this. Drink by the pool. Oh, you know what? You think that, but then, like, when you get there, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah, right. Like, you get caught up in it. There's nothing better than, like, being on a balcony with, like, a drink, a packet of crisps, and, like, you're a bit <laughs> sunburnt, and you're just like, where are we going tonight? The, it's it's real. It's Do you fun. really think next, like you were saying off air, that next year you're looking at going yeah. back to Europe? Yeah. Do you reckon you'd be able to keep up with that? Um, you reckon you'll be able to? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty old. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. But I feel like maybe it'll be different. Like I'll be going for dinners and then going to bed. Yes. Not like prepping for the night. No. Because I think clubbing. I'm too old to like club. Glad we got on the same page with that one. Yeah, we'll see. They go well. We'll see if they end up passing any of I that. I guarantee it I, will not I, pass. Nah, surely not. The, no. Mm-mm. Look, the public urination thing though, that's okay. But I mean, not I feel not in like the ocean, but if you just it's, public, it's the males. Well, you were the one that's been there, not me. Uh, it's also a lot of females. <laughs> but sometimes, like, it's a long wait in the line for the club. Yeah, that's it. No, and, the, and the toilet that comes with it. <laughs> 11 past 7 here at 92.9. This is Vance Joy and JB for breakfast. Thanks to Country Auto's GWM Havel. The day began the- that is the new one from Imagine Dragons Enemy at 7.43 here at 92.9. JB here. We often chat on this program about how, you know, men often don't get out there and don't talk enough and just sort of bottle things up. And this is a sensational new program that they're looking at rolling out in the region to hopefully get men talking more 
from the men's table. Anthony, how are you, Anthony? Uh, really, yeah, really great, JB. Thank you very much for uh, <coughs> having me on this morning. It's much appreciated. No, not a drama at all. I love this program. So the men's table, you've been running this for a couple of years now. You've got about 60 of these tables popping up throughout New South Wales now and hopefully looking at rolling them out throughout the New England Northwest. What exactly is the men's table in a nutshell, I guess, Anthony? Yeah, so it's a, it's a not-for-profit organisation and it plays to the point that you... Uh, flag before that that men are um, well known to be not so good at putting their thoughts forward. So we organise uh, tables or groups of men, ten to twelve men, who commit to each other to come along every month and share what's going on in their lives, the highs and lows of their eyes uh, of their lives. <coughs> excuse me, and having that confidential uh, space, the safe space, is really important. And also, we have a different type of conversation from the type of conversation that guys normally have down the pub or down at the bowls club or the golf club, uh, so footy club for that matter. So what the things that are different, a couple of the things are that we keep away from talking about, you know, footy and cars and cows and stuff like that, and we talk more about what's actually going on, so for speaking from the heart yeah. um, about what's going on in your life. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing that's different. Yeah, f- phenomenal. Is there sort of someone, I guess, at the table that um, sort of, um, you know, gets gets the guys talking and sort of, I guess, act, acts like a moderator? Or is it more sort of just free-form, spitballing sort of conversations? Yeah, okay, good good question. So it's quite an interesting model because it's peer-to-peer. So it's just it's just the men. There's no facilitator. Yeah. And we do some training up front and we, and we explain the guidelines really well to everybody who attends so that people understand one person speaking at a time and the concept of no-one speaking again until everyone's had their say. Mm-hmm. You don't have to speak. You can pass if you want to. But it's really trying to promote really good listening. And we have a lot of um, guys who've been with us for a year saying that their relationships outside of the table are improved through these new uh, listening and communication skills. So, yeah, it operates with a very lightly held group of you know, we call them co-hosts, so it's not a leader model. Yeah, It's more just guys who uh, understand the rules, uh, for want of a better description, guidelines, and can just sort of, you know, push push the discussions back on track if they start wandering off, which, of course, they're going to do, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Men are men. They're going to wander into other territory. So it's there's no one there watching or wrapping anyone over the knuckles. It's, it's a learning process, and the guys uh, learn together. And, yeah, th- th- these tables are rolling on and on. Once we start them, they seem to sustain really well and uh, men are getting a lot out of it no phenomenal you've got about 60 of these operating i understand all throughout new south wales over the last couple of years that's a a remarkable number i love it yes it it started just with uh one uh guy uh going through a bit of a tough phase with his marriage and his business at the same time and he just blurted it out to two fellas yeah and he was really surprised what happened in return they actually shared some stuff that was going on for them, and he had this sort of light bulb moment. Gee, by opening the door and me sharing what was going on, suddenly it opened the door for other guys to share back, and that sort of started the first table um, back in <clears throat> 2011. And then after eight years in 2019, uh, two of the guys at that table said, you know what, what about we take this out and see if there's some other guys who'd like to try it? And then so from that day forward over the last three years, we've uh, uh, just about three years, uh, we, we're up to 60 tables and, yeah, it started in city settings 
um, in Sydney, and then now it's it's really reaching out into regional and rural communities. And we've we've got some tables in uh, Victoria and Tasmania as well. So yeah, Remarkable. it's really growing. Yeah, no, that's that's phenomenal. We'll have a chat about the Tamworth table in just yep. a moment, but uh, it's important yep. as well, I guess, for the role that women play in in this in this uh, program as well. Yes, uh, funny you say that, JB, because obviously it's the men's table and men who attend. But when we ask guys as to how come they've come along tonight, you know what, I'd like to learn some more, very often they'll say, oh, my wife or my partner uh, saw it on Facebook and thought it could be good for me. And they've given me a nudge. Maybe they've had to give a couple of nudges or they've picked up a postcard up at the local cafe and said, hey, this could be good for you to go along to. And uh, so we have an amazing support uh, from women generally who are picking up our... Uh, messaging and and then referring their guys to uh, to pop along and check it out. You know, kick the tires, check it out, and that's so. Yeah, it's it's, it's very interesting because, in some ways, JB, same as me. You know, you'll know that women are a um, bit, bit better at this sort of idea of sharing how they're they're actually going, yeah. and I think we've got a lot to learn uh, as guys. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, your your you've got a program on tomorrow here in Tamworth. Tell us about that. Yep, so first time uh, the men's table come into Tamworth tomorrow, we're just having a bit of a coffee chat. Look, the time's not going to work for lots of people, but it's 10am to 12 noon um, at the Hopscotch uh, Cafe, and just going to have a chat. So just, uh, it's not nothing formal, just come along, I'll, I'll have a few materials there and have a bit of a chat and people can understand some more about what's going on. Or of course they can uh, have a look on our, our website, uh, www.themenstable.org. Um, and then tomorrow, uh, after the uh, the chat, I'm hoping that we might get a bit of a sense that, that uh, people in Tamworth think this is a good idea. Yeah. And if we can find just one or two guys who are willing to step up, because I'll be heading back to Sydney, uh, who I can then work with and help, uh, you know, inverted commas, build this table, that, that would be really awesome. If if there is the need, you know, we, we don't want to be presumptive. Yes. We want to yeah. uh, sort of pop down and, 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 and see that people think this is a good idea, but... Um, yeah, I suppose just to expand a tiny bit, I walked down the main street of Inverell yesterday and it didn't matter if I went into a gym, a hairdressing salon, a stock and station agent, a real estate agent, a cafe, all the owners were saying, gee, this sounds like a really good idea, yeah. this would help in this town, Yeah, I'm happy to take some postcards and share them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really um, uh, good in, on one hand to see the, uh, the, the, the support for our program, but also to, to recognising that this is a... Yeah, there's a bit of a there's a challenge there, and it's not just in um, uh, Glenninus or Tamworth. You know, it's a broader thing yeah. with guys, and so we're hoping we're doing our little bit to help. Yeah, no, that's it. It's on tomorrow, ten to twelve at Hopscotch Cafe. Get all the details at themenstable.org. Hey, Anthony, fantastic program! Thanks so much for telling us all about it. Ah, uh, thanks very much, JB, and also just to flag quickly, you know, we're looking for men of all different ages because a yes. diverse. Age group, that's what really makes a successful table. Diverse backgrounds, diverse ages. So young men, old men, all are welcome. Yeah, thanks very much, JB. Thanks so much, Anthony. Cheers. All the best. Bye-bye. Building your dream kitchen? Beat the price rise on NEF Appliances now. I'm in your news. I'm Olivia Babb. It's coming up real soon. I was at the supermarket the other day, and in the banana section, they now point out with signs... Uh, of the ripeness of the bananas. Like, we don't know that, but they have to put a signpost up now that says, you know, when it's this yellow, it's perfect to eat. And when it's this brown, you can use it for banana bread and baking stuff. 
And then in the center, the middle option was these bananas with this amount of brownness on them are great to cook on the barbecue. What? I mean, I've Cook never been at a barbecue and someone's like, let's chuck a nana on. No, no. What? <laughs> no. no. I'd be asking them if they've had some, you know. Yeah. The, some of the good stuff. Oh, oh yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, but no, I'm not going to crave that's, bananas. That's weird. It's weird. But I feel like it's so mushy. Like I was saying off air, I've had plantain. Yes. Um, Which is a very different consistency. Yeah, yeah. But like, how are you going to cook... The banana in the skin still? Oh, yeah, apparently. So we put this out we on our Facebook page. And sugar? And this is a thing. I was expecting everyone to be in agreement of uh, the sign's yeah. got an error on it. That's gross. People out there were saying that they're amazing, apparently. You cook them up. Someone here. Tell me the recipe. Um, I need the recipe. Rach said bananas on the barbecue, you leave them to like in the skin. In the skin. And then you peel them and serve them with ice cream and butterscotch sauce. Okay, that sounds pretty appealing, to be fair. That d- it does. I'll I'll give them that much. I have a barbecue. You have to give these a try. I've only used it once. Amanda's loves banana and bacon sandwiches with barbecue sauce. Oh my god, that is disgusting. <laughs> Should have pre-read bacon, that one. Bacon, banana, and barbecue sauce. No, I don't know that about the sauce combina- on it. No, not a combination. No, not a combination. I don't know about the bacon with Maybe it either. Maybe maple syrup. Helen, she. This is turning. We're slightly off topic. This is turning into bizarre food combinations, okay, which is done a thousand times. Helen, her mother-in-law fries bananas up, then peels them and has them with chicken schnitzel. Who are these people? <laughs> and like, where did you grow up? England. Helen nah, says that. Never I, heard of it. She said schnitzel that schnitzel is um, German too, isn't it? It is, but I mean, maybe the Poms. Try to make it their own by serving it with banana. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I lived in Coffs Harbour for eight years. Like the big, I mean, they got the big banana, so yes. I should know all things with banana you combinations. Should. And I don't you know. Should. I didn't know about this barbecuing banana business. You obviously didn't integrate into Coffs enough. Obviously not. No, mm-hmm. what a letdown. I know. They obviously, you know, you have to be a local and no be there for forty leave. years. Yeah. <laughs> you have to try this. Fire up your barbecue on the weekend. No, because I don't like to Get clean some. it. No. Okay. I know, I've I'll, used it once and it was when my dad cleaned it. To try this one, I'll come around and I'll clean it up after. Okay, perfect. If, we, if you barbecue I will provide and, and barbecue try. them if you clean the barbecue. All right, done. I have to give this a go. If someone out there can give us a proper recipe about how you go about doing this. And a TikTok video showing and a, it. <laughs> and a TikTok video. Um, I'll have to fire up my TikTok account to have a look at that one. Yes. Uh, mm. um, 676 or on our Facebook page. Uh, barbecuing banana. Is this a thing that we've we missed the memo on? Not Is this the amazing? The banana. Ba- <laughs> Good one. Six seven six double two nine nine are on our Facebook page. That is Hootie and the Blowfish, and only want to be with you here at ninety two point nine eighteen past eight. Our brain starter. Uh, unfortunately, I forgot to give out the answer for this last hour. So here we, you've had a bit more extra time to think about this one. According to a new survey, sixty eight percent of parents claim their kids actually enjoy doing this you got any idea olivia yeah i would say homework homework yeah did you like doing homework when you were a kid um my mum never made me oh okay yeah i don't know why she always believes that like homework you shouldn't do homework at you home shouldn't do homework at home she yeah. also never made me go to school so oh. like if i wanted a day off she'd be like let's go to the movies cool 
Living the dream. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'll... no, I, I don't think homework should be done. Um, but yeah, is that it? No, it's oh, not. Is it like uh, maybe putting, unstacking the dishwasher? No, not that. Cleaning their room? No, not that. Oh, what are kids like doing? Like eating veggies? You got it. Oh, what? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I got a lot of nieces and nephews and they complain a lot. Apparently, kids actually love veggies. 68% of parents claim their kids actually like doing veggies. It's some sort of misdemeanor out there or well, fake news that kids don't like veggies. Love of my life. I love it. Jack, my nephew, yeah. um, loves vegetables. Yeah, right. Like carrot okay. and broccoli, yeah. corn... Yourselves prawns. Yeah. But one of the best veggies Sienna, out there, prawns. She won't even eat potato because she doesn't think chips are made out of potato. But she eats chips? Yeah. Oh. That girl can eat like a dozen chicken nuggets and chips. But then won't eat mashed won't potato. Eat, won't eat the roast potato either or homemade chips. I can't believe I got that right. Do well I done. get the voucher? What do you win? No, you don't. Oh. Because you're a staff here. <laughs> so your prize is you get to work with me every day. Yay! Yay! We'll have another, <laughs> we'll have another brain starter tomorrow. Uh, next, something really weird with food. Um, I thought this was really strange when I spotted this sign at the supermarket, but apparently it's a thing. Okay. Um, I'll tell you all about it next. Quarter to nine with five sauce, a complete mess at 92.9 JB here this morning. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Tamworth. You might have heard about this in our regional news over the last couple of weeks. A new Tamworth Regional Council communications strategy. And to tell us more about it, the communications manager, Carly Cole. How are you, Carly? I'm well, thank you, JB. How are you? Yeah, really, really, really well. Now, you guys are doing a little bit of a survey at the moment regarding this uh, new communication strategy. Yes, we sure are. So we're, um, we opened the survey a few weeks ago at the start of the month, yeah. and we're really calling on the community for feedback um, around how they would like the council to communicate with them and how they would like to communicate with the council. Yeah, of course, of course. This is all to, I guess, uh, in, improve the way that uh, the Tamworth Regional Council communicates with, obviously, the ratepayers and the general public uh, and, and, I guess, make things a little bit more transparent? Yeah, definitely. So, obviously, um, the council is a very large organisation with yeah. multiple touch points and, and sometimes the different communications can, can get lost and there's a lot of noise out there, as we all know. And so we're just we're trying to streamline the way that we do things, and and we did here we did a community survey back at the end of last year, and and uh, uh, one of the large um, amounts of feedback that we received for, from that survey was that the community really wanted more open and transparent communication from council, and so so here we are, <laughs> and we are. Um, going to develop this strategy so this is I guess the starting point of that and we're in a, a feedback you know trying to get as much information as possible phase um, we've got the survey and we've got a number of workshops across the region we had a bunch last week in Tamworth both in person and online and we're going out into the towns and villages over the next two weeks as well to just just get as much feedback as yeah. possible um, just so that we can develop this strategy yeah phenomenal uh, and you can also do the survey online as well, I understand? 
Yeah, you sure can. So it's um, if you head to the council website, um, there will be a link there, and the survey is open until the fourth of July. And we we really we're really pleased. We've had um, probably up around two hundred survey responses so far, which is fantastic and but we would of course love more yeah. <laughs> because the more feedback the better and um yeah so everyone can jump online and complete that survey as well until the 4th of july has there been some uh, fantastic um options um submitted so far with those with those workshops lots of ideas that maybe yeah. you guys hadn't thought of yeah there really is and 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 some of it i guess is a lot of the ways that we communicate at the moment like we're doing lots of stuff I guess yeah. we're communicating in lots of ways but really hoping that we can get um, a clearer direction and, and just clearer feedback from the community on how they actually want to receive it do they do they want to see it on social media do they want um, you know us to send something to them in the mail so it's been really good and we have received some really good insights um, from the community workshops and are so thankful for the community members because they're giving their time but yeah. to come and and, um, and spend their time and yeah to help us out with this project so what's the timeline from here? The survey runs until the 4th of July. Yep. And then what are the and next steps after that? So then um, we're, we've actually partnered with with this project, um, Delos Delta. They're a consultant. So they're, they're helping us out. So we're going to then work with them once the survey closes just to, to consolidate all this feedback. Yeah. Um, and then and we're having like a number of meetings with different community groups and as well on top of the workshops and the survey. And then we will develop a draft strategy and then we'll put that, we'll actually send that draft strategy back out to the community. So we'll put it on public exhibition mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, ask the, feed, ask the community if we got it right or close to right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then it'll obviously go back to the council for endorsement. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, all stitch up sort of by the end of the year? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we definitely want this done and dusted by the end of the year. Fantastic. All the details on the Tamworth Regional Council website uh, you've also got the dates and locations for those upcoming workshops on there as well? Yeah, we sure do. So we've actually got Katingle tomorrow yep. and Baraba on Thursday and then next week Manila and Nundal. So just jump on, on the website and we really are asking um, members of the community to register for those workshops yep. just so we can get an idea of numbers and, and yeah, come along. We want to hear what you have to say. Carly Cole, the Communications Manager at Tamworth Regional Council, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much, JB. Have a great day. From one Tamworth local to another, we're